Our God is so good. He's so good. Even in the middle of hard things, and we have hard things sometimes happen among us. And, uh, we don't ever want to minimize the hard things we go through. When, when we're celebrating the goodness of God, we know there's hard things in the middle of that. But the hard things don't minimize His work in our lives. They're actually part of His work in our lives. And any, anybody that's ever been through a trial knows that. We know that. Title of this message, which you can see, and we already sang about today, something's moving, something's changing. And this word is so, uh, it, 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 it so landed on me uh, over the last, I don't know, probably over, the, over a period of, of all of this year, but it really came strong uh, several weeks ago. I was sitting at home and just processing so many things happening among us. I mean, just the announcements alone, just the, the, long, the long list of things that are happening in this body. And, and You know, we don't do activities just to do activities. We, we do what the Holy Spirit prompts us to do. And so these things that have sprung up for that, that have that lead to opportunities for us to gather or for us to share Jesus or for us to to uh, just administer to people are all part of his work and there's more and more and more there's 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 things moving there's things that are changing there's he's growing us he's enlarging our scope of who he is and and how to listen more and to to his to his uh, to his his voice and and how to respond uh, with obedience and 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 it's so tangible. I, I know it's tangible to me, and I know it's tangible to many of you. And for some, maybe it's not yet, but it will be. Uh, my encouragement: if if you're not there, if you don't sense that, or if you don't know what that's all about, just keep pressing in, keep showing up, keep keep asking. Don't don't stop, because it's real and it's transformative. And the reality is, we continue to be changed. Continue to be changed. We're not. We haven't arrived yet. We haven't arrived yet. And. So I was sitting at home, uh, gosh, uh, again, two weeks, about two weeks ago, uh, and I was, even, even in our worship time, this time of worship is so important. It's so important. We're not just filling time. We're not just doing something that we do because we do it. You know, we're, we, we know what, why we're doing this, and, and it's, it's, to, it's, it's to engage with Jesus before we even hear the word. It's to get into his presence, and it's to celebrate him and to worship him and to just tap into the, his, his, uh, his volume, huge volume of resources. Uh, and, and he does things in the middle of that. He makes downloads in us. He makes deposits in us. And so, and, and that seems to have been increasing. I remember I don't know, a month or so ago, standing up here during worship. And I mean, I just, I felt like I was leaving my body. And not that I was dying, but that I was leaving my body, just going someplace in worship that, that uh, I, I didn't understand, but it was real. And it was, I was like, I want more of that. I want more of that. I mean, I've never taken a drug, an illegal drug in my life, but it felt like I was in some place where, where maybe I was, you know. Uh, it, but it wasn't just the feeling. There was something about it that, and, and I and I believe, I believe that in the middle of that, he's he's doing things. It's not just to give us an experience of some euphoria or anything like that. I'm not talking about just some emotional experience where, like, oh, that felt really good. Let's do that again. 
no, he's doing things. He's taking things out of us. He's molding us. He's shaping us. He's, he's, uh, he's in the middle of all of it, all to, for him to get glory for whatever changes he's bringing about. And so, so uh, two weeks and a day ago, I believe it was, uh, it was before Pastor Ben spoke last uh, on, uh, on Run to Win, uh, I, had, I was at home and I was just contemplating all of what we're experiencing among us. And, and I wrote down, something's moving, something's changing. And of course, we've sung that song before, but I had to look it up to, to kind of see what the words, uh, what, the wor- what the whole context of the words were. And, and I just put the words up here. I, I figured when Pastor Mark saw my title, we'd probably sing it today, but I put the words up here anyway because I really wanted us to just look at them. Because parts of what this song is saying and what we just sang is part of what we're experiencing. The Spirit of the Lord is upon us, first of all. He's upon us. And that should excite us and in some ways maybe scare us. You know, because it's the living holy God who's upon us and and so there should be a little bit of reverence and maybe a little bit of trembling associated with that. I know there is with me. His anointing is empowering. It's empowering. So, you know, just think for a minute. I'm not going to go into all the answers to these questions that I might ask as I go along here, but what's he empowering us to do? Why is he, emp- why is he empowering the people of Abundant Life Fellowship on October 9th, 2022? Why is he doing that? It's not, just for, it's not just for me. It's not just for you. It's not just so that we can say, I've been empowered. No, it's for us to be useful. Useful for his kingdom in this world, in this culture. Wherever, wherever our sphere of influence is, wherever we have a voice, we need to be speaking it. It's anointing is empowering. The kingdom of the Lord is within me. He's calling me to the heavenlies. He's calling us into these places where he's taking us further, he's raising us up to be able to experience heaven on earth. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. We talked in open door to class today. As a kid, I memorized that going to church. had no idea what it meant. Did not have a relationship with Jesus. But I recited that. Bring, bring your kingdom, bring your kingdom right here. Bring your kingdom right here among us, on earth, on earth. He's seated, to be seated in heavenly places just like heaven, just like heaven, to be walking in his favor and his grace, walking in his favor and grace. Why? Again, not for us to say, hey, I'm walking in his favor and his grace. No, so that we can be vessels, so that people can see there's something about your life in the middle of your difficulty, in the middle of your struggle that is different than someone that doesn't know God. I shared a thing on Facebook this week of a pastor who was locked in a hotel room because of the floods and he was supposed to be preaching in his, in his church that Sunday and he was writing this letter to his people. And, 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 and at some point he was out in the hotel and someone said to him, why are you so calm? And he said, I'm a, I don't know, I'm a pastor, I love Jesus. And the guy looked at him and said, oh, you have God, he's on your side. That makes sense. And he turned around and walked away. And he knew, he knew, he somehow knew in the middle of this chaos, in the middle of this disaster, in the middle of this challenge, that someone who was following Jesus 
could still remain calm and still remain peaceful. That's what he's doing among us. He's molding us and shaping us. He's taking us. Something's moving. Something's changing because he's moving and he's changing us. Molding us into his likeness because that's his goal. That's his plan. Everything about the scriptures point to changing us so that we can be useful. Marching in the spirit of unity. I got lots to say about that as we go on here. Just as, we're, as we just continue to let him do his work in us, and there's specific ways that we've seen this unfold, and I've said it over and over again lately. This, he's pouring out his spirit. He pours his spirit out on a people that are united. So, so when we look at why, because you know, I've asked him numerous times, why are you pouring your spirit? Because, you're, because people are responding to the things that, that, we're, that, that, that we're putting forth, things that he's asking us to be and do, and we're responding, and we're doing it together. To our community, to our community. It's not just the community of us gathered here, but to our community. We get to speak truth. We get to love. We get to care wherever it is that we go to show what his ability, to show who he is. The will of his Lord, the will of the Lord for his children is to demonstrate, demonstrate who he is. Yeah, I don't mean marching in the streets and holding placards. I mean demonstrate who he is. Demonstrate what what does his grace look like? If you've received His grace, then give it away. And every one of us, we've received His grace. We don't deserve one bit of His love. We don't deserve any forgiveness, but He did. He gave it to us. We get to demonstrate that. And then we get to perpetuate what what does it look like to live life in Him, making disciples, having someone come in and they're lost as we all have been. And then they're not lost anymore because they have a relationship with Jesus. And their whole life is on a whole different path. Right, Linda? <laughs> yep, amen. Just like heaven. Just like heaven. Something's moving, something's changing. See his glory, it feels like heaven. And I'm not talking about just some, again, feeling of euphoria. I'm talking about the reality that this is tangible. So, so, so I, wrote, I, wrote, I wrote that down in my notebook. Something's moving, something's changing. So then... Two weeks ago, Pastor Ben gets up here, and uh, and the very first thing he says, something's moving, something's changing. And I'm like, I have this written down here just yesterday. And again, it's not like we haven't sung this song, but that particular morning during worship, we went somewhere in worship. And he referenced this. He got up there and he shared a little bit about what he was referring to, that during worship that morning, there was just this sort of spontaneity of worship where people were just singing songs on their own. These weren't songs that have been written other than were written on our hearts. And people were just verbalizing their worship of God. And and he referenced then, and I'm going to share this because I think it's really relevant to share again something that he said. I I actually listened to his message uh, multiple times this week so that I had it down and I transcribed part of part of his testimony. He talked about how how he had shown up here on a Sunday night years ago. How many years ago was that? I don't remember what year it was. 27 years ago. 27 years ago where he showed up here on a Sunday night service. And I was here. I was I was here. I wasn't the pastor, but I was here. And I and I'd known I had known Ben's family uh, from Salem and and uh but he 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 gets up and he shares this testimony of how he showed up that night just come out of you know come out of a life of of, of addiction of drugs alcohol uh, you know just substance abuses 
And he was being delivered, you know, from all of that stuff. And he came in that night. And, uh, and there was, he said during that, during, it was a concert night, and there was just that spontaneous worship. And I think that experience you know, several weeks ago just spurred that memory of, of what that was like for him. And, and he just talked about what, what the importance of that. And here's, here's what he said, and I, I just put it up here because it's really important. I'll, I'll get back to those other things. Here's what he said, when I would normally be panicked, I looked up and heard the voice of people in the congregation. So he talked about how he was being delivered from drugs, and how he, but he was still having some panic attacks because he was still being, deliverance was still in process. So when I would normally be panicked, I looked up and heard voices of people in the congregation singing. He was remembering when he went home that night what he had experienced in this place that evening of just the spontaneous worship that went on. So if you, if you were here for that this two weeks ago, you heard this, him say this. If you weren't, this is new for you, which is, I really thought it was important to bring it up. He said, I look up and I heard voices of people in the congregation singing. This is at, after he went home that night. I heard spontaneous worship. I heard spontaneous praise in my head. I had such a peace come over me and cover me when I was normally panicked. I want you to understand how important and how impactful it is for you to open up your mouth and release heaven. You don't know who is next to you who may be struggling. You don't know who may be in your aisle who has thought about suicide today. You do not know who is in the house who is struggling with depression and anxiety. You don't know what battles people face who are in your proximity. And when you open up your mouth and release heaven from your mouth, things change. Things change. Something's moving. Something's changing. See, His glory feels like heaven on earth. Jesus made a way for us to connect to heaven. When that veil was rent in the temple and the holiest of holies was opened up, Jesus made a way for us to have access to the Father. He gave us a way to have access to heaven, and we can go in in any time we want. This isn't the Old Testament where we have to slaughter a bunch of animals. He went into the holy of holiest of holies one time with his blood. Really important to, 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 to read that. I just was so compelled if you were here, you heard it. It was really important because the, con- it's the, the context of something's moving, something's changing, requires something of us. And yes, sometimes it might be awkward for you to say, oh, I have to, if I open my mouth and I say something, what will people say? What will that sound like? What will that look like? Don't worry about that. Don't worry about that because he's absolutely right. You don't know who is sitting in your aisle that needs to see something in you. They don't even know what they need. But you're, you're being obedient you're being obedient to going into worship in a way that makes you uncomfortable or that maybe seem weird or awkward or whatever, whatever we, however we want to describe that. It, that doesn't matter. The bigger picture is what he's doing. It's what he's doing. So, when I was... Um, I almost always... I, I'm, I'm kind of a geek about this when I'm working on my lessons, but I always create a little graphic like with a title on it, and I don't know, that's just something I do because it's what I do. And so, so I, I, I kind of Googled, you know, changing seasons, and this, this was one of the graphics that came up. And uh, it's amazing to me how Holy Spirit used this stupid little graphic to put this lesson together. Because I'm sitting there and I'm looking at it, and as soon as I saw it, I knew it was it because there's movement. There's just movement. There's movement. There's, there's little arrows that suggest movement. And so I'm sitting there, 
I'm staring at this little old graphic on my phone because I did this all on my phone. And I'm staring at it, and the Holy Spirit's just showing me things. And the very first, very first thing he gave me was this passage, Hebrews 4.12. And if you already did your daily bread devotional today, this, I, I can't believe it when I opened my devotional today, and it's this verse. It's this verse in the daily bread. If you don't get the daily bread, they're out there. It's available online. The Word of God is living and active. The Word of God is living and active, sharper than any double-edged sword. It penetrates even to dividing soul and spirit, joints and marrow. It judges the thoughts and the hearts, attitudes of the heart. And so, so part of what we're experiencing in this time when things are moving and things are changing is the, the living Word of God, the active living Word of God, it's landing on us perhaps like never before, or maybe we're paying attention like never before. I don't know about everybody else in this room, but I know everything about my walk with him is heightened. My awareness, when I read the word, it jump, jumps off the page. It, 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 it makes more sense. I have greater understanding. I, 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 where, where I used to might maybe read something, I'd debate myself or I'd say, well, what does that mean? Or I'd question it or I wouldn't act on it or I would just say, well, I better pray about that a while longer. No, he's saying, no, Act on it now. Do things now. There's a, there's a nowness, a presentness to what he's revealing and what he's saying and what he's doing. And so this living and active, this whole idea of this living and active word is there's movement. You know what's funny is, is yesterday, pastors met yesterday and were sitting in a coffee shop in Salem. Pastor Mark references this verse. Now, he didn't know, we didn't talk. I didn't tell him this is my core verse. This is where we're starting with my lesson. I didn't tell him anything. He references this verse. And then he, we're sitting there and he uses this motion. He says, and there's motion to it. There's motion to it. There's motion to the Word of God. And I was like, look at what's on my phone for Sunday. There's motion. There's movement. That's why it's so, so important for us to let our eyes see the Word. It's so important for us to let our ears hear the Word. Whichever way you learn better. If you're a visual learner, let your eyes see it. If you're, a, if you're an audible learner, let your ears hear it. Read it out loud so that you can hear yourself saying it if that's what, what's necessary. Do whatever it's, it takes to get that word in you because it's not, they're not just dead words on a page. They're living and active. And when we respond to them, then everything around us, everything around us begins to take on a new dimension. And that's, we're in this place where this is, that's what's happening. That's, this, this stuff that's happening among us, it's not, just, it's not just because God can. He's molding us and he's shaping us and he's changing us through his living and active word. Because, not only because he wants to, but because he wants to use us. He wants to use us. This isn't just because he wants to. That's a great, he, he, he can do whatever he wants, but it's purposeful. He's raising up a people in 2022, that are, that are so grounded in His living and active Word that it spills out from us even if we don't even open our mouth. Now, He wants us to open our mouths at times, not always. There's time to be silent and there's a time to speak. And the reality is, the more we in, in, immerse ourselves in Him, the more we know when to do which. The more we know when to keep silent, the more we know, no, speak now. Speak now. 
So, so the Lord kept showing me these, these, this little picture, and he kept showing me examples. So I'm going to, so even in the process of putting this message together, he showed me this example of how this works. So I heard a word, something's moving, something's changing. For me, I wrote it down. I wrote it down. And then, supernaturally, Pastor Ben getting up here says it. So I heard it again. That's how good our God is. He doesn't always do that, by the way. He doesn't always, he doesn't always give us such confirmations of things, but th- in this case, he just, over and over again, he just kept confirming things. And now today we get to proclaim it. Today we get to speak it. We get to share it. We get to share the word. So, so then he showed me this. Of course, this is the verse. Everybody knows me. This, this is my testimony. This is the verse that led me to Jesus. So the Lord kept giving me these scriptures of, 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 of just proving how this works. So Proverbs 3, 5, 6, trust in the Lord with all your heart, lean not on your own understanding. In all of your ways, acknowledge him, and he will direct your path. Trust in the Lord, I put up there. For me, it was salvation. This led me to Jesus. Right there in my college dorm room, I said, yes, I'm repenting of my sin. I'm trusting in you. I don't even know what this means. I don't know what this is going to require of me. But yes, I'm doing this. So my next little note there, no more relying on self. No more relying on self. 20 years old. 20 years old. Do I know what I mean when I'm saying that? Absolutely not. Acknowledge him in everything. Acknowledge him in everything. So I did. I began, okay, I acknowledge you in this relationship with this girlfriend back at home. And then we broke up. That was part of his plan. He directs your path. He directs your path. He directs your path. What's re- you know, it's really, really cool. So I'm in a counseling situation this week. With a, uh, with a young couple, and, and, I, and I, can't, I can't go into details because of the whole details of who and all that, but, um, but it, there's a situation where the husband's going to be going away. And so the husband is playing a, a game online. He's got this headset on. He's at home. He's at home playing a game. And in the middle of playing this game, he has a conversation with somebody that's going to be in the actual town who is a chaplain who is going to be able to help him spiritually when he goes there. This is a complete stranger who he has not physically met, but when he goes to this place, this person's going to be there and he's going to meet him because he's learning how to acknowledge Jesus in all of his ways and to trust him with all of his heart. And in the middle of that, so he's sharing this. And I was like, that's this verse. That's this verse coming to life. The Lord is directing your path because you're following him, because you're acknowledging him. And before you ever get there, he's already got somebody for you to meet that is going to be able to help help you. Only, Only God does that. Only God does that. Trust him. 
Acknowledge him in all of your ways. Acknowledge him. Don't lean on your own understanding. That will trip you up. It's still one of those verses that I have to go back to over and over and over again because my, my natural in- inclination is to try to figure it out. Especially hard things. Hard things, things we don't understand. And if you have an analytical mind, you're, that's a challenge. It's a challenge. There's an RV, and she has that on the front of it, and she parks it so someone can see it. Trust in the Lord with all of your heart. That is the word going forth. That is the word going forth. So, so here's the part of me that I had to like actually stop myself when I'm putting these things because like Lord just kept giving me scripture after scripture where I like, oh, I'm gonna like create 20 cards with this on it because I could have. And he's like, okay, slow down, slow down. And, and actually, just, just a little invitation here. I made little cards for y'all. Take some. Do it as a little, just a little bit of a, it's almost like diagramming a sentence that we used to learn how to do that in English class. But it's diagramming a scripture and seeing how that living and active word works. How when we do it, when we do it, when we put it into practice, and I was actually thinking EEC may want some of these and just do it in a, in a, in a class or something, you know. Like pick out a, a scripture and, and just see how it works, how you, you take the, the context of the, of the, of the verse and you, and you apply it and how, how it's got life to it. It's got movement to it. It requires something of us. It's not, not, not just words on a page. This is God's word. This is his voice. This is his life. So Psalm 133, how good and pleasant it is when God's people live together in unity. It's like precious oil poured out on the head, running down the beard, running down Aaron's beard, down on the collar of his robe. It is as if the dew of Hermon were falling on Mount Zion, for there the Lord bestows his blessing evermore. So, so when we're living in unity, when we're living in unity, and again, that's part of what I, be, I believe why we're experiencing what we're experiencing is that there's a unity among us as his Holy Spirit is being poured on us. We're responding together. As we've been challenged by Pastor Shane last December and then again in, in January to, to engage in fasting, which is a biblical principle, which is a biblical instruction that we have tapped into up until, up until last year, only minimally, but it, we're, we're tapping into it more. As we're doing that and we're doing it together, Holy Spirit is doing things in the middle of that and it's uniting us. The Lord loves unity, according to this passage, He loves unity and so he says, I love what I see. Here's more anointing. Here's anointing on you all. There's anointing on you all. I'm, I'm pouring out my anointing on you. I'm pouring out my power on you. I'm pouring out my equipping on you. I'm, I'm doing something in your midst. Even if you're not necessarily one who's participating in some of this stuff, you get the benefits of being in a body where this is, and there's spillover, and you get the, you get the value of that. Because you may say, well, I'm not doing that. Does that mean I'm excluded? No, you're not excluded because you're here. And just because you're not participating in it yet doesn't mean you won't be. Encouragement there. It's funny, in class today, we talked about this a little bit today. Somebody mentioned fasting, and somebody blurted out, I'm trying, I'm trying. We didn't actually address him in any way about it. But Holy Spirit, just in the course of talking about it, like, <laughs> just brought that response from, from someone who was like, I'm trying, I'm trying. <laughs> That's how good our God is. And he's so fun. He's so fun how he, how he just unfolds things. 
But this is what's happening. This is what's happening. So he pours out his anointing, and he brings refreshment, the dew of Hermon. What's dew represent? Refreshment. Refreshment. This is not, this is not some dull and dry walk. This is an exciting, exciting walk. And then blessing. He bestows blessing. Evermore. Evermore. So, so man, we continue in that cycle, and this will just continue. Continue to respond to the things that he's pouring out. Continue to respond to the instructions he's giving us. Continue to do it. And even if it's a struggle, do it anyway. Even if you've tried and you've failed. If maybe you've tried fasting and you failed, which I get the impression maybe this is what that was about. That I've tried, but I've given in. Well, try it again. Do it again. Do it again. Pick it up. Don't, do not let the enemy stop you and think, I can't not do this. If the Lord has given the instruction, you can do it because he will empower you to do it. So that's just another example of a verse. And then I have another one. Don't merely listen to the word, James 1, 22, 25. Don't merely listen to the word and so deceive yourselves. Do what it says. Do what it says. Whoever looks intently into the perfect law that gives freedom, gives freedom, gives freedom, gives freedom, gives freedom. There's so much freedom. There's so much freedom in Jesus. We are, we are not locked in to some religious activity. It's freedom. Whoever looks into the perfect law that gives freedom and continues in it, continues in it, continues in it. We haven't arrived yet. We're not done. Work's still in progress. Not forgetting what they have heard, but doing it. They will be blessed in what they do. So here's the little circle. Read the scriptures. 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 Listen to the scriptures. Whatever works for you. Obey it. Do what it says. Do what it says. Because there's freedom in there. The law that gives perfect freedom sets you free. It sets you free. It sets you free. And again, what's the conclusion? Blessed. And we can continue this. Continue this. Keep doing it. 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 There's more. There's more. Every time I think, Lord, what else? Where else are you going to take us? But he always has a way. He always has a way. There's always more. There's always more. I don't know, I'm already running out of time. <sighs> Man. So I put these two, 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 uh, <laughs> these two examples up here together. And I don't have scriptures with them. But I, it, was, it was just sort of this revelation of this is, these are the things that are, he's doing. Now, the one, on the, the one on the left are just foundational things that are part of our walk. And, and again, we've already heard, uh, heard the first part a little bit. Study the Word, study the Word, study the Word, study the Word, study the Word. Pray and fast, pray and fast, pray and fast, pray and fast. And, you know, we, we, uh, we can have the prayer part down. You know, and I think, you know, prayer has always been part of many of our lives. But the fasting is some, somewhat new to many of us in the, in the uh, degree that he's challenging us to participate. Worship, 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 worship. Give him your worship. Give him, give him your worship. Give him your worship. Whether it's in this room or in your car or at home or walking in a park or wherever you are, give him your worship. And then serve him. Just serve him. Whatever that, whatever that looks like, whatever instructions he gives you, whatever, wherever he wants you to serve in terms of caring for somebody or, or taking care of someone's need or, or ministering, serve, serve, serve. And you continue in those things. And I, and I believe we see an increase in all of those things among us. There's this, there's this movement in that. That whatever your study was before, it's growing. Whatever your prayer and fast was before, it's increasing. Don't, don't settle for what, what it was last, last year or last month because there's movement to it. 
worship, wherever he's taking us in worship, and then serve, serve more and more and more. The more we get out of our own way, the more we get out of our own agendas, the more we lay down the things about, about this life that just don't matter and engage in the things that he wants to be, be about, us to be about, the, the more we see this increase. And then the, the one on the right is, are just four, four words that just came to me in terms of what, again, what we're experiencing in the middle of all this. I don't, again, I don't know what everybody else is experiencing, but I know as, as fasting has become a part of my life, and Pastor Shane said that when he challenged us in December and then again in January, he said, this is not just a season I'm going through. This is something that's going to be part of my life. And I have to tell you, it's become part of my life. And ever since then, everything is heightened. Everything is heightened in terms of my, of my listening and my hearing and, 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 and just aware of, of his presence and aware of, of, uh, aware of things that he's just dug out of me that I didn't even know were in me. And, and I said this, I think, the first time uh, fast at the earlier beginning of, beginning of the year where he removed areas of unbelief that I didn't even know I had, that I had no idea were there, that I just don't. There's just something about the way I pray for some situations that I never, ever thought about praying before, but I just believe. I just believe him in ways because his word says it. And so revelation, revelation, revelation is coming fast and furious to any of us who are listening. If you're listening, it's coming. Write things down. Keep a notebook. Keep a notebook. Keep a recorder, recorder on your phone handy if you're in the car. Don't, don't write while you're driving. Wisdom, that's wisdom. But you can press a button if you want to record a thought or some deposit. I don't know about you, but as I get older, I don't remember as well. If I meet you for the first time, I have to go back down to my seat and write down your name because when I get home, I was like, oh, gosh, what did that person say their name was? And then I end up messaging somebody that they know and say, oh, who was that was with you? Revelation, it's coming. It's, we're, we're in the middle of some, some amazing things being revealed in this day. Truths. Just understanding of maybe a scripture you've studied for years and you never understood it and suddenly you do. That's him doing his work. And as we respond to this stuff, as we respond in obedience to him, what does he do? He brings us into, we're, we're doing this together. We're doing this together. There are no lone rangers in this process. There's no, that will not work. That will not work. And if that's new for you to tap into other people because you either don't trust people or, and, and that's, that's a real thing. Sometimes we don't trust people, but we've been disappointed or failed or whatever. Do it anyway. Do it anyway. I can't promise that we won't disappoint. I can't promise that we'll do everything perfectly. I can actually tell you we won't do everything perfectly. But do it anyway because there's value. There's value in stepping into things that make us uncomfortable. And what that all does then will respond, it develops this spiritual hunger. It's like, I want more. I want more. I find myself just crying that out, Lord. And, and I have to admit, I do so scared because it's a scary prayer. Lord, give me more. Because I don't know what it's going to look like. I don't know what it's going to require of me. I don't know anything about what the details are that he has in mind. But yet, I don't want to stop him. I want more. I want more of this. I want more of what he's doing among us. 
And then part of that process will require sacrifice. I love to eat. <laughs> I love to eat. I love food. And it's, you know, it's something we are used to doing every single day. Because but I've discovered that I don't have to. I've discovered that our bodies are built so amazingly and that if God gave instruction, oh, sorry, I didn't mean to spit on you. If God gave instruction, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> yeah, she's got her tissues right there. Uh, if God gave us instruction about this, then he knows what we need and what we don't need, and he knows what we can sustain. And you know, Somebody asked me this morning, when you guys fast, what's it look like? I said, well, we don't really tell anybody specifically how they should do their fast. There's liquid fast, there's vegetables fast, there's fruits fast. There, you know, there's multiple examples in the scriptures. Holy Spirit will lead you. If I'll tell you this, if you set your heart on it, you set your heart on saying, I, wanna, I, wanna, I, I need to step into this, and whatever that looks like, I'm not suggesting if you've never done this before that you say, I'm going a 40-day fast. Don't do that. But start. Tuesday is our corporate day of fasting. Start with one meal that day. Say, But don't just not eat. If I give you any instruction, it's this. Don't just not eat. Pray. Pray like you've never prayed before. Read the Word. Study like you've never studied before. Worship. Whatever, you know, whatever combination or one of those things that, you, that, that the hell Lord directs you. But do it. Do it. Something's moving. Something's changing. It was so, it was so funny. I, as we were gathering yesterday, and I, I was like, the more we talked, the more everything we talked about was related to this. It's like, you could have a whole series of lessons. I said, well, the good news is I'm up for three weeks here. I don't know that I will or not, but... But my encouragement to you today is that as something's moving and something's changing, don't be left out. Don't miss it. I don't know what he's requiring of every one of us. It's, he's, so, he's so personal in the work that he does with us, but it's not limited to the personal because what he does in you matters to us. What he's doing in each one of us matters to the whole. Because we're a body, we're a community, and we're connected because of that. Something's moving, something's changing. See His glory. See His glory. Pastor Shane's message last week talked so much, so much of you. Have Our messages are available online, by the way. Go to alfrooted.com. My son-in-law puts those up almost the very next day after they're, and it's just audios of them, but they're, but they're relevant. So if you're not here and you want to hear the, most, most weeks they're up there on Monday. If they're not, don't yell at them. It'll be up there eventually. But they're so, they're so, so good. And they're so relevant to what's going on among us. And Pastor Shane last week talked about this glory. And and he talked about everything, everything that God's doing among us, everything that he wants to accomplish in us is is to give us a greater measure of that. 
a greater measure. Again, not for us to walk around saying, oh, I'm filled with a greater measure of his glory. No, it's for us to be spilled out to a lost and dying world to say, I've got something that you don't have. I've got something that you need. I've got something that you're craving. I've got something that's going to help you in your life that you don't know about maybe. Or maybe you know about it, but I've walked away from it. Something's moving, something's changing. Ask yourself today, what's that look like for me? What's that look like for me? And if the answer is, I don't know, I don't, maybe nothing, I don't feel anything, just keep asking him. Don't, fill me up, fill me up, fill me up, fill me up. Why? So that I can be spilled out. So I can be spilled out. I can be, so he can be spilled out in, his, in, the, in the place where he works. So he can be spilled out in his home. It's not so I can walk around in some euphoric state every day. Like, oh, you're so good, God. You're so good, God. Thank you, Lord. I feel so good. I feel so good. I feel so good. Nothing wrong with that in and of itself, but that's not where it ends. It's not where he wants it to end. It's, it's not about how I feel. Somebody in class said, as we were talking about some of the stuff, that they said, this is meat. This is meat. This is meat. Let's stand. If anybody wants any cards to do you a little exercise, they'll be laying up here. Just, I'll just leave them here. They're just blank. You just have to, you know, I don't. I, I was I, kind of crazy for a moment there. Like, I'm like, oh, oh, oh. And I'm doing this all on my phone, and I'm like, The living word of God. The living word of God. We read a verse in class today that says, uh, I don't have the reference in front of me, but he sent his word. He sent his word and it will not return to him void. It will not return to him void. He, he will send it for, and he will accomplish the purposes that he sent it. And that could be both a good thing and a bad thing because he spoke some, some harsh words to, to, to people who are being disobedient. And that, that word also will come to pass. That there's a, there's a price to pay for not obeying him. And he spoke that word. So it's not just the good things. <laughs> not just the good things. And then Bambi shared this in her testimony to say, he, he sent his word and he healed me. And there's a song we sang. You sent your word and you healed my disease. You are the God that heals me. You sent your word. You sent your word. He's sending his word. And it's living and it's active and it will accomplish what he has in mind. Let your ears hear it. Let your eyes see it. And then do it. Do it. Do what it says. Do what it says. Even if it's hard. Even if it means I have to relinquish my concern about what that looks like or sounds like. We've already had a lot of prayer in here today, but if you have a need, 
still want to pray for you. We're going to pray for I think I know they already received prayer, but if you still want prayer, we're going to pray for you again. AJ is leaving for the service. He's leaving for the service. He's going to serve our country, which is awesome. Awesome. What's exciting, too, is these two just got baptized. They just got baptized. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Father, as we go to prayer here, we just do so with a sense of surrender, just a sense of just bowing into what you're doing among us. We do so with just complete awe of who you are, how you put things together, how you orchestrate, how your word just is so transformative that we don't really know that until we Till we start living it. But how you then prove yourself over and over again. And I so thank you. I thank you during this time that you will just minister to hearts all around this room. That the something moving and something changing dynamic that you are that you are unfolding in our midst over and over again over this period of time is so rich and so at times overwhelming, but in such a good way. So I pray even now as your people, if they have needs, that they will step out and go to somebody or come forward or whatever, whatever action you want them to take. That you just keep taking us places taking us places. Keep molding, keep shaping. All of this will be for your glory, Jesus. Do whatever you're supposed to do. 